Section One of Medea by Euripides, translated by Gilbert Murray. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Medea, daughter of Aeetes, king of Colchis, read by Elizabeth Clatt. Jason, chief of the Argonauts. Nephew of Pelias, king of Iolcos in Thessaly. Read by M. B. Creon, ruler of Corinth. Read by Algipag. Aegos, king of Athens. Read by T. K. Kirvin. Nurse of Medea. Read by Valerie Tan. Two children of Jason and Medea. Read by Amanda Friday. Read by Christine G. Attendant on the children. Read by Robert Hoffman. A messenger. Read by Bob Gonzalez. Chorus of Corinthian Women. Read by Amanda Friday. Read by Margaret Espayat. Read by Rhonda Fetterman. Read by Abai. Narrator. Read by Christine G. The scene represents the front of Medea's house in Corinth. A road to the right leads towards the royal castle, one on the left to the harbour. The nurse is discovered alone. Would God no Argo e'er had winged the seas to Colchis through the blue Symplegades? No shaft of riven pine in Pelion's glen shaped that first oar-blade in the hands of men valiant, who won to save King Peleus vow the fleece all golden. Never then, I trow, mine own princess, her spirit wounded sore with love of Jason, to the encastled shore had sailed of old Iolcus. Never wrought the daughters of King Peleus, knowing not to spill their father's life, nor fled in fear, hunted for that fierce sin, to Corinth here with Jason and her babes. This folk at need stood friend to her, and she in word and deed served always Jason. Surely this doth bind through all ill days the hurts of humankind, when man and woman in one music move. But now the world is angry, and true love sick as with poison. Jason doth forsake my mistress and his own two sons to make his couch in a king's chamber. He must wed, wed with this Creon's child, who now is head and chief of Corinth. Wherefore sore betrayed, Medea calleth up the oath they made, they too, and wakes the clasped hands again, the troth-surpassing speech, and cries amain on God in heaven to mark the end, and how Jason hath paid his debt. All fasting now and cold, her body yielded up to pain, her days a waste of weeping she hath lain, since first she knew that he was false. Her eyes are lifted not, and all her visage lies in the dust. If friends will speak, she hears no more than some dead rock or wave that beats the shore. Only the white throat in a sudden shame may writhe, and all alone she moans the name of father and land and home forsook that day for this man's sake who casteth her away not to be quite shut out from home alas she knoweth now how rare a thing that was 
Methinks she hath a dread, not joy, to see her children near. Tis this that maketh me most tremble, lest she do I know not what. Her heart is no light thing, and uses not to brook much wrong. I know that woman, ay, and dread her. Will she creep alone to die bleeding in that old room where still is laid Lord Jason's bed? She hath for that a blade made keen. Or slay the bridegroom and the king, and win herself God knows what dire a thing. Tis a fell spirit. Few, I ween, shall stir her hate unscathed, or lightly humble her. <laughs> Tis the children from their games again, rested and gay, and all their mother's pain forgotten. Young lives ever turn from gloom. The children and their attendant come in. Thou ancient treasure of my lady's room, what makest thou here before the gates alone? and always turning on thy lips some moan of old mischances. Will our mistress be content this long time to be left by thee? Grey god of Jason's children, a good thrall hath his own grief, if any hurt befall his masters. Ay, it holds one's heart. Meseems I have strayed out so deep in evil dreams, I long to rest me here alone, and cry Medea's wrongs to this still earth and sky. How? Are the tears yet running in her eyes? Twere good to be like thee. Her sorrow lies scarce wakened yet, not half its perils wrought. Mad spirit! If a man may speak his thought of masters mad, and nothing in her ears has sounded yet of her last cause for tears. He moves towards the house, but the nurse checks him. What cause, old man? Nay, grudge me not one word. Tis nothing. Best forget what thou hast heard. Nay, housemaid, by thy beard, hold it not hid from me. I will keep silence, if thou bid. I heard an old man talking, where he sate at draughts in the sun beside the fountain gate, and never thought of me there standing still beside him. And he said, "'Twas Creon's will, being lord of all this land, that she be sent, and with her, her two sons to banishment. Maybe tis all false. For myself, I know no further, and I would it were not so. Jason will never bear it. His own sons banished. However hot his anger runs against their mother. Old love burneth low when new love wakes, men say. He is not now husband nor father here, nor any kin. But this is ruin. New waves breaking in to wreck us, ere we are righted from the old. Well, hold thy peace. Our mistress will be told all in good time. Speak thou no word hereof. My babes, what think ye of your father's love? God curse him not, he is my master still. But, oh, to them that loved him, tis an ill friend. And what man on earth is different? How? Hast thou lived all these years, and learned but now that every man more loveth his own head than other men's? He dreameth of the bed of this new bride, and thinks not of his sons. Go, run into the house, my little ones. All will end happily. Keep them apart. Let not their mother meet them while her heart is darkened. Yesternight I saw a flame stand in her eye, as though she hated them, and would I know not what. For sure her wrath will never turn, nor slumber till she hath— Go, 
and if some must suffer may it be not we who love her but some enemy within oh shame and pain oh woe is me would i could die in my misery the children and the attendant go in ah children hark she moves again her frozen heart her sleeping wrath in quick and never cross her path nor rouse that dark eye in its pain that fell sea-spirit and the dire spring of her will untaught unbowed quick now methinks this weeping cloud hath in its heart some thunder-fire slow gathering that must flash ere long i know not how for ill or well it turns this uncontrollable tempestuous spirit blind with wrong within have i not suffered doth it call no tears <sighs> ye beside the wall unfathered children god hate you as i am hated and him too that gat you and this house and all for pity what have they to do babes with their father's sin why call thy curse on these ah, children all these days my bosom bleeds for you rude are the wills of princes yea prevailing always seldom crossed on fitful winds their moods are tossed tis best men tread the equal way ay not with glory but with peace may the long summers find me crowned for gentleness her very sound is magic and her usages all wholesome but the fiercely great hath little music on his road and falleth when the hand of god shall move most deep and desolate during the last words the leader of the chorus has entered other women follow her i heard a voice and a moan a voice of the eastern seas hath she found not yet her ease speak o aged one for i stood afar at the gate and there came from within a cry and wailing desolate ah no more joy have i for the griefs this house doth see and the love it hath wrought in me there is no house tis gone the lord seeketh a prouder bed and she wastes in her chamber not one word will hear of care or charity within o zeus o earth o light will the fire not stab my brain what profiteth living oh shall i not lift the slow yoke and let the life go as a beast out in the night to lie and be rid of pain o zeus o earth o light the cry of bride forlorn heard ye and wailing born of lost delight why weariest thou this day wild heart for the bed abhorred the cold bed in the clay death cometh though no man pray ungarlanded unadored call him not thou if another's arms be now where thine have been, On his head be the sin, Rend not thy brow. All that thou sufferest, God seeth. Oh, not so sore waste nor weep for the breast That was thine of yore. Within, virgin of righteousness, Virgin of hallowed troth, Ye marked me when with an oath I bound him, 
mark no less that oath's end. Give me to see him and his bride, who sought my grief when I wronged her not, broken in misery and all her house. O oh God, my mother's home, and the dim shore that I left for him, and the voice of my brother's blood. O oh, wild words! Did ye hear her cry to them that guard man's face forsworn Themis and Zeus? This wrath new-born shall make mad workings ere it die. Would she but come to seek our faces that love her well, and take to her heart the spell of words that speak? Alas for the heavy hate and anger that burneth ever! Would it but now abate? Ah, God, I love her yet, and surely my love's endeavor shall fail not here. Go, from that chamber drear, forth to the day, lead her, and say, oh, say that we love her dear. Go, lest her hand be hard on the innocent. Ah, let be, for her grief moves hitherward like an angry sea. That will I, though what words of mine or love shall move her? Let them lie with the old lost labours. Yet her eye, know ye the eyes of the wild kind, the lion flash that guards their brood? So look she now, if any thrall speak comfort, or draw near at all my mistress in her evil mood. The nurse goes into the house. Alas! the bold blithe bards of old that all for joy their music made for feasts and dancing manifold that life might listen and be glad but all the darkness and the wrong quick deaths and dim heart-aching things would no man ease them with a song or music of a thousand strings then song has served us in our need what profit o'er the banquet's swell, that lingering cry that none may heed. The feast hath filled them, all is well. I heard a song, but it comes no more, where the tears ran over, a keen cry, but tired, tired, a woman's cry for her heart's desired, for a traitor's kiss and a lost lover. But a prayer, methinks, yet riseth sore to god to faith god's ancient daughter the faith that over sundering seas drew her to hellas and the breeze of midnight shivered and the door closed of the salt unsounded water during the last words medea has come out from the house women of corinth i am come to show my face lest ye despise me for I know some heads stand high and fail not, even at night alone, far less like this in all men's sight. And we, who study not our wayfarings, but feel and cry, oh, we are drifting things and evil. For what truth is in men's eyes, which search no heart, but in a flash despise a strange face, shuddering back from one that ne'er hath wronged them. Sure, far-comers anywhere I know must bow them and be gentle. 
Nay, a Greek himself men praise not, who always should seek his own will wrecking not. But I, this thing undreamed of, sudden from on high hath sapped my soul. I dazzle where I stand, the cup of life shattered in my hand, longing to die. O oh, friends, he, even he, whom to know well was all the world to me, the man I loved hath proved most evil. O oh, of all things upon earth that bleed and grow, a herb most bruised is woman. We must pay our store of gold, hoarded for that one day, to buy us some man's love. And, lo, they bring a master of our flesh. There comes the sting of the whole shame. And then the jeopardy for good or ill, what shall that master be? Reject she cannot. And if he but stays his suit, tis shame on all that woman's days. So thrown amid new laws, new places, why, tis magic she must have, or prophecy. Home never taught her that. How best to guide toward peace this thing that sleepeth at her side. And she who, labouring long, shall find some way whereby her lord may bear with her, nor fray his yoke too fiercely, blessed is the breath that woman draws. Else let her pray for death. Her lord, if he be wearied of the face within doors, gets him forth. Some merrier place will ease his heart. But she waits on, her whole vision enchained on a single soul. And then, forsooth, tis they that face the call of war, while we sit sheltered, hid from all peril. False mocking! Sooner would I stand three times to face their battles, shield in hand, than bear one child. But peace! There cannot be ever the same tale told of thee and me. Thou hast this city, and thy father's home, and joy of friends, and hope in days to come. But I, being cityless, am cast aside by him that wedded me, a savage bride, one in far seas and left, no mother near, no brother, not one kinsman anywhere for harbour in this storm. Therefore of thee I ask one thing. If chance yet ope to me some path, if even now my hand can win strength to requite this Jason for his sin, betray me not. Oh, in all things but this I know how full of fears a woman is, and faint at need, and shrinking from the light of battle. But once spoil her of her right in man's love, and there moves, I warn thee well, no bloodier spirit between heaven and hell. I will betray thee not. It is but just thou smite him. And that weeping in the dust, and stormy tears, how should I blame them? Stay, tis Creon, lord of Corinth, makes his way hither, and bears, methinks, some word of weight. Enter from the right Creon, the king, 
with armed attendants. Thou woman, sullen-eyed and hot with hate against thy lord, Medea, I here command that thou and thy two children from this land go forth to banishment. Make no delay seeing ourselves the king are come this day to see our charge fulfilled nor shall again look homeward ere we have led thy children twain and thee beyond our realm's last boundary lost lost mine haters at the helm with sail flung free pursuing and for us no beach nor shore in the endless waters yet though stricken sore i still will ask thee for what crime, what thing unlawful, wilt thou cast me out, O king? What crime? I fear thee, woman, little need to cloak my reasons, lest thou work some deed of darkness on my child, and in that fear reasons enough have part. Thou comest here, a wise woman confessed, and full of law, in unknown ways of evil. Thou art sore in heart, being parted from thy lover's arms, and more thou hast made menace. So the alarms but now have reached mine ear, on bride and groom, and him who gave the bride to work thy doom of vengeance, which, ere yet it be too late, I sweep aside. I choose to earn thine hate of set will now, not polter with the mood of mercy, and hereafter weep in blood tis not the first nor second time o king that fame hath hurt me and come nigh to bring my ruin how can any man whose eyes are wholesome seek to rear his children wise beyond men's wont much helplessness in arts of common life and in their townsmen's hearts envy deep-set so much their learning brings Come unto fools with knowledge of new things. They deem it vanity, not knowledge. I and men that erst for wisdom were held high feel thee a thorn to fret them, privily held higher than they. So hath it been with me. A wise woman I am, and for that sin to diverse ill names men would pen me in. A seed of strife, an eastern dreamer one of brand not theirs, one hard to play upon. <laughs> I am not so wondrous wise. And now to thee I am terrible. What fearest thou? What dire need? Do I tread so proud a path? <laughs> Fear me not thou, that I should brave the wrath of princes? Thou, what hast thou ever done to wrong me? Granted thine own child to one whom thy soul chose, Ah, him out of my heart I hate. But thou, meseems, hast done thy part not ill. And for thine house's happiness I hold no grudge. Go, marry, and God bless your issues. Only suffer me to rest somewhere within this land. Though sore oppressed I will be still, knowing mine own defeat. Thy words be gentle. But I fear me yet, lest even now there creep some wickedness deep hid within thee. And for that the less I trust thee now, than ere these words began. A woman quick of wrath, I or a man, is easier watching than the cold and still. 
up straight and find thy road mock not my will with words this doom is past beyond recall nor all thy crafts shall help thee being with all my manifest foe to linger at my side suddenly throwing herself down and clinging to creon oh by thy knees by that new-wedded bride tis waste of words thou shalt not weaken me wilt hunt me spurn me when i kneel to thee tis mine own house that kneels to me not thou home my lost home how i desire thee now and i mine and my child beyond all things o loves of man what curse is on your wings blessing or curse tis as their chances flow remember zeus the cause of all this woe oh rid me of my pains up get thee gone what would i with thy pains i have mine own up oh for god my soldiers here shall fling not that not that i do but pray o king thou wilt not i must face the harsher task i accept mine exile tis not that i ask why then so wild why clinging to mine hand rising for one day only leave me in thy land at peace to find some counsel ere the strain of exile fall some comfort for these twain mine innocence since others take no thought it seems to save the babes that they begot ah oh, thou wilt pity them thou also art a father thou hast somewhere still a heart that feels i reck not of myself tis they that break me fallen upon so dire a day mine is no tyrant's mood ay many a time ere this my tenderness hath marred the chime of wisest counsels and i know that now i do mere folly but so be it thou shalt have this grace but this i warn thee clear if once the morrow's sunlight finds thee here within my borders thee or child of thine thou diest of this judgment not a line shall waver nor abate so linger on if thou needst must till the next risen sun no further in one day there scarce can be those perils wrought whose dread yet haunteth me exit creon with his suit o woman woman of sorrow where wilt thou turn and flee what town shall be thine to-morrow what land of all lands that be what door of a strange man's home yea god hath hunted thee medea forth to the foam of a trackless sea defeat on every side what else but oh not here the end is think it not i know for bride and groom one battle yet untried and goodly pains for him that gave the bride dost dream i would have grovelled to this man save that i won mine end and shaped my plan for merry deeds my lips had never deigned speak word with him my flesh be never stained with touching o fool o triple fool it lay so plain for him to kill my whole essay by exile swift <laughs> and lo he sets me free this one long day wherein mine haters three shall lie here dead 
the father and the bride and husband mine not hers oh i have tried so many thoughts of murder to my turn i know not which best likes me shall i burn their house with fire or stealing past unseen to jason's bed i have a blade made keen for that stab breast to breast that wedded pair good but for one thing when i am taken there and killed they will laugh loud who hate me nay i love the old way best the simple way of poison where we too are strong as men ah me and they being dead what place shall hold me then what friend shall rise with land and violet and trusty doors to shelter from their hate this flesh none anywhere a little more i needs must wait and if there ope some door of refuge some strong tower to shield me good in craft and darkness i will hunt this blood else if mine hour be come and no hope nigh then sword in hand full-willed and sure to die i yet will live to slay them i will wend manlike their road of daring to the end so help me she who of all gods hath been the best to me of all my chosen queen and helpmate hecate who dwells apart the flame of flame in my fire's inmost heart for all their strength they shall not stab my soul and laugh thereafter dark and full of dole their bridal feast shall be most dark the day they joined their hands and hunted me away awake thee now medea whatso plot thou hast or cunning strive and falter not on to the peril point now comes the strain of daring shall they trample thee again how and with hellas laughing o'er thy fall while this thief's daughter weds and weds with all jason a true king was thy father yea and born of the ancient son thou knowest the way and god hath made thee woman things most vain for help but wondrous in the paths of pain medea goes into the house back streams the wave on the ever-running river life life is changed and the laws of it o'ertrod man shall be the slave the affrighted the low liver man hath forgotten god and woman yea woman shall be terrible in story the tales too meseemeth shall be other than of yore for a fear there is that cometh out of woman and a glory and the hard hating voices shall encompass her no more the old bards shall cease and their memory that lingers of frail brides and faithless shall be shrivelled as with fire for they loved us not nor knew us and our lips were dumb our fingers could not wake the secret of the lyre else else o oh god the singer i had sung amid their rages 
a long tale of man and his deeds for good and ill but the old world knoweth tis the speech of all his ages man's wrong and ours he knoweth and is still forth from thy father's home thou camest o heart of fire to the dark blue rocks to the clashing foam to the seas of thy desire till the dark blue bar was crossed and lo by an alien river standing thy lover lost void armed for ever forth yet again o lowest of landless women a ranger of desolate ways thou goest from the walls of the stranger and the great oath waxeth weak and ruth as a thing outstriven is fled fled from the shores of the greek away on the winds of heaven dark is the house afar where an old king called thee daughter all that was once thy star in stormy water dark and low in the nearer house that was sworn to love thee another queenlier dearer is thrown at above thee enter from the right jason oft have i seen in other days than these how a dark temper maketh maladies no friend can heal twas easy to have kept both land and home it needed but to accept unstrivingly the pleasure of our lords but thou for mere delight in stormy words wilt lose all now thy speech provokes not me rail on of all mankind let jason be most evil none shall check thee but for these dark threats cast out against the majesties of corinth count as veriest gain thy path of exile i myself when princely wrath was hot against thee strove with all good will to appease the wrath and wished to keep thee still beside me but thy mouth would never stay from vanity blaspheming night and day our masters therefore thou shalt fly the land yet even so i will not hold my hand from succouring mine own people here am i to help thee woman pondering heedfully thy new state for i would not have thee flung provisionless away i and the young children as well nor lacking aught that will of mine can bring thee many a lesser ill hangs on the heels of exile and though thou hate me dream not that my heart can know or fashion aught of angry will to thee evil most evil since thou grantest me that comfort the worst weapon left me now to smite a coward thou comest to me thou mine enemy oh say how call ye this to face and smile the comrade whom his kiss betrayed scorn insult courage none of these tis but of all man's inward sicknesses the vilest that he knoweth not of shame nor pity yet i praise him that he came to me it shall bring comfort once to clear my heart on thee and thou shalt wince to hear i will begin with that twixt me and thee that first befell i saved thee i saved thee let thine own greeks be witness every one that sailed on argo 
saved thee, sent alone to yoke with yokes the bulls of fiery breath, and sow that acre of the lords of death. And mine own ancient serpent, who did keep the golden fleece, the eyes that knew not sleep, and shining coils, him also did I smite dead for thy sake, and lifted up the light that bade thee live. Myself, uncounselled, stole forth from father and from home, and fled where dark Iolcus under Pelion lies with thee, O single-hearted more than wise! I murdered Peleus, yea, in agony, by his own daughter's hands for sake of thee. I swept their house like war. And hast thou then accepted all, O evil, yet again, and cast me off and taken thee for bride another? And with children at thy side? One could forgive a childless man. But no, I have borne thee children. Is sworn faith so low and weak a thing? I understand it not. Are the old gods dead? Are the old laws forgot and new laws made? Since not my passioning but thine own heart doth cry thee for a thing forsworn. She catches sight of her own hand, which she has thrown out to denounce him. Poor, poor right hand of mine whom he did cling to, and these knees so cravingly, we are unclean, thou and I. We have caught the stain of bad men's flesh, and dreamed our dreams in vain. Thou comest to befriend me. Give me, then, thy counsel. Tis not that I dream again for good from thee, but questioned thou wilt show the viler. Say, now whither shall I go? Back to my father? Him I did betray, and all his land when we two fled away? To those poor Peliad maids? For them t'were good to take me in, who spilled their father's blood. Ay, so my whole life stands. There were at home who loved me well, to them I am become a curse. And the first friends who sheltered me, whom most I should have spared, to pleasure thee I have turned to foes. Oh, therefore hast thou laid my crown upon me, Blessed of many a maid in Hellas, now I have won what all did crave. Thee, the world-wandered lover and the brave, Who this day looks and sees me banished, Thrown away with these two babes, All, all alone. Oh, merry mocking when the lamps are red, where go the bridegroom's babes to beg their bread in exile, and the woman who gave all to save him? O oh, great God! Shall gold withal bear thy clear mark to sift the base and fine, and o'er man's living visage runs no sign to show the lie within, ere all too late? Dire and beyond all healing is the hate when hearts that loved our turn to enmity. In speech, at least, meseemeth I must be not evil, but as some old pilot goes furled to his sail's last edge when danger blows too fiery, run before the wind and swell, woman, of thy loud storms. 
and thus i tell my tale since thou wilt build so wondrous high thy deeds of service in my jeopardy to all my crew and quest i know but one saviour of gods or mortals one alone the cyprian oh thou hast both brain and wit yet underneath nay all the tale of it were graceless telling how sheer love a fire of poison shafts compelled thee with desire to save me but enough i will not score that count too close twas good help and therefore i give thee thanks howe'er the help was wrought howbeit in my deliverance thou hast got far more than given a good greek land hath been thy lasting home not barbary thou hast seen our ordered life and justice and the long still grasp of law not changing with the strong man's pleasure then all hellas far and near hath learned thy wisdom and in every ear thy fame is had thy days run by unseen on that last edge of the world where then had been the story of great medea thou and i what worth to us were treasures heaped high in rich king's rooms what worth a voice of gold more sweet than ever rang from orpheus old unless our deeds have glory speak i so touching the quest i wrought thyself did throw the challenge down next for thy cavilling of wrath at mine alliance with a king here thou shalt see i both was wise and free from touch of passion and a friend to thee most potent and my children nay be still when first i stood in corinth clogged with ill for many a desperate mischance what bliss could i that day have dreamed of like to this to wed with a king's daughter i exiled and beggared not what makes thy passion wild from loathing of thy bed not overfraught with love for this new bride not that i sought to upbuild mine house with offspring tis enough what thou hast borne i make no word thereof but first and greatest that we all might dwell in a fair house and want not knowing well that poor men have no friends but far and near shutting and silence next i sought to rear our sons in nurture worthy of my race and raising brethren to them in one place join both my houses and be all from now prince-like and happy what more need hast thou of children and for me it serves my star to link in strength the children that now are with those that shall be have i counselled ill not thine own self would say it couldst thou still one hour thy jealous flesh tis ever so who looks for more in women when the flow of love runs plain why all the world is fair but once there falls some ill chance anywhere to balk that thirst down in swift hate are trod men's dearest aims and noblest would to god we mortals by some other seed could raise our fruits and no blind women block our ways then had there been no curse to wreck mankind lord jason very subtly hast thou twined thy speech but yet though all athwart thy will i speak this is not well thou dost but ill betraying her who loved thee and was true surely i have my thoughts and not a few have held me strange to me it seemeth when a crafty tongue is given to evil men tis like to wreck not help them their own brain tempts them with lies to dare and dare again till 
No man hath enough of subtlety. As thou, be not so seeming fair to me, nor deft of speech. One word will make thee fall. Would thou not false, t'was thine to tell me all, And charge me help thy marriage path, as I did love thee? Not befool me with a lie. An easy task had that been. I am thou a loving aid who canst not even now Still that loud heart that surges like the tide? That moved thee not. Thine old barbarian bride, the dog out of the east who loved thee sore, She grew grey-haired, she served thy pride no more. Now understand for once, the girl to me is nothing in this web of sovereignty I hold. I do but seek to save, even yet, thee, and for brethren to our sons beget young kings, to prosper all our lives again. God shelter me from prosperous days of pain, and wealth that maketh wounds about my heart. We'll change that prayer and choose a wiser part. Pray not to hold true sense for pain, nor rate thyself unhappy being too fortunate. Ay, mock me. Thou hast where to lay thine head, but I go naked to mine exile. Tread thine own path, thou hast made it all to be. How? By seducing and forsaking thee? By those vile curses on the royal halls let loose. On thy house also, as chance falls, I am a living curse. Ah, oh, peace! Enough of these vain wars, I will no more thereof. If thou wilt take from all that I possess aid for these babes and thine own helplessness of exile, speak thy bidding. Here I stand full-willed to succour thee with stintless hand, and send my signet to old friends that dwell on foreign shores who will entreat thee well. Refuse, and thou shalt do a deed most vain. Cast thy rage away, and thou shalt gain much, and lose little for thine anger's sake. I will not seek thy friends. I will not take thy givings. Give them not. Fruits of a stem unholy bring no blessing after them. Now, God in heaven, be my witness. All my heart is willing in all ways to do its part for thee and for thy babes. But nothing good can please thee. In sheer savageness of mood thou drivest from thee every friend. Wherefore, I warrant thee, thy pains shall be the more. He goes slowly away. Go. Thou art weary for the new delight thou wooest, so long tarrying out of sight of her sweet chamber. Go, fulfil thy pride, O bridegroom, for it may be such a bride shall wait thee. Yea, God heareth me in this, as thine own heart shall sicken ere it kiss. End of section one.